Welcome to the BBE Podcast. Your inner boss bitch. Welcome to the BBE Podcast. Woohoo! Episode eight. eight. Oh, oh yeah. Eight is great. Eight, eight, eight. Eight, eight, eight. <laughs> eight, eight, eight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, let's get right into it. We're going to do a short intro today because this episode is a longer one. Yes. Um, so we're actually, instead of doing the listener um, BBEs, we're going to do a post on them so that you can still all see them. Yes. Um, but let's go into our BBE moments. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I feel like I sound a little repetitive because I feel like the last three weeks have been <laughs> the same thing, but this will wrap it up. But it's exciting. Yes, it is exciting. So my BBE moment is I officially moved into my new apartment. Woo-woo! Yes. First time living alone. And I yes. guess a BBE thing out of that is I was a little nervous to live alone. To be honest, I was like, oh God, like I'm going to be scared and be lonely. What am I going to do? And I've actually loved it. Oh, it's been amazing. That's amazing. Like I loved, you know, living with my roommate and I love hanging out with my friends, but it is really nice having yeah. that alone time in my own space. And For sure. Yeah. So I've just been loving it. That's oh, my BB. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Um, okay. My BB, why can't I say that? BBE moment <laughs> um, is kind of funny so we went out to brunch the other day my mom my stepdad and Omid and I and um we were leaving the restaurant and my stepdad was like um just like stayed at the table for a little bit longer and the waitress went up to him and he was like she was like oh my gosh is that Ashley Rollins <laughs> <laughs> is that the Ashley Rollins and I just thought that was funny I'm like my mom thought I was like a little celebrity and it was just funny but she was like a <laughs> dancer so and I had taught her at like a dance camp like Aww. like seven years ago and she still remembered me from that and it was just kind of cool because I was so like okay cute. I'm making an impact on people's lives you yeah. know I love so that. it was like funny but then also like looking back at it, I was like that's actually really inspirational you know because then yeah. I just want to keep on working hard and you know, yeah. making sure people can, making I can an be impact. their role model. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so funny that mine. you taught her a long time ago. Does it make you feel old? <laughs> yes. Very old. <laughs> there are girls that I taught summer school when they were kindergartners and they just graduated high school. Ew. I'm like, that. what the hell? The other day, I literally, to somebody, I was like, oh my gosh, I knew you when you were this big and I did the hand, like at the knee. <laughs> and and I was they, like, oh my they gosh. They don't remember you because they were no. so little. And they're but like, do you remember <laughs> all the people that would say that to you? Like, yes. I remember when you were this. And, like, and I'm okay. like, oh no, I really am old because I just did that to you. <laughs> well, gosh, just told me the other day, he was like, you know that like parents refer to the 60s like we refer to the 90s? <laughs> that was 30 years ago. I know like, what that's really scary it is <laughs> you know what old. it's okay it's okay embrace it I know older and wiser right yes exactly all right well let's bring in Brit because yes. this is gonna be a great episode yeah and I think a lot of people re- will relate to it yeah she um talks about dating yeah we get into some fun um dating app stories yeah she talks about some loss that she's had in her life yep. some struggles and mm-hmm. yeah she's just great just a good app mm-hmm Cool. Well, let's welcome Brittany. Welcome, Brittany. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming. Yes, We're so excited. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Let's cheers. do a little cheers. Yes. We are drinking rosé. It's rose. Friday. It is Friday. We haven't filmed on a Friday in no. a while. And I like filming on Fridays. It's 4.30, so I think it's socially acceptable. Yeah, yes. it's I definitely so. 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left Damn early here. from yeah. work for this. Yes. I mean, 
it's good a good excuse. Friday for me. I'm feeling good already. Yes, Yay. I love it. Um, so, so Brittany and I have been a little backstory. We've been best friends since we were what 14 years old 15 years old young chaps yeah young chaps um we call each other sisters we do um you kind of look like sisters we've gotten that when your hair was longer yeah yeah Yeah. and then like my hair was lighter too yeah we definitely got that especially in college i feel like we wore the same outfits too yeah Mm -hmm. so we were yeah we were yeah we went to high school together and then we roomed in college together um i I left after a semester i know seriously yeah it was so funny I like we were in high school and she texts me and she's like hey do you want to be roommates and I was kind of not even sure I was going to go to University of North Dakota at that time I wasn't 100% but then she texted me that and I thought about how much fun we would have and right away I was like yep yep let's do this (laughs) and our dorm room was the shit oh like understatement it was Everybody wanted to be in it. It was like a full on like <laughs> everyone. It, it was like a full on studio apartment. No, it was amazing. We yeah. matched everything. We had our beds lofted. So there was there was like a full living room Literally. underneath. Oh my God, that's so cute. We, we like had, had full on parties. Yeah. <laughs> like in our dorm, like we would be like sitting up on our beds. There would be like 30 people in our dorm. Yeah. And oh, we had damn. like the coolest. But Ari um, had a crush on us. Yeah. That's why did. we got away with everything that he, we did. He would literally just oh, be like, just quiet down. You guys had co-ed dorms, huh? Yeah. yeah that that's was fun i yeah. went to st thomas and it was not they were strict there weren't they yeah, like you like check boys in and out and they would know i remember like having to sneak my boyfriend in at the time oh my god yeah. oh my gosh yeah that, yeah we, we did, did not, not have to sneak anybody in <laughs> i mean there were times when ashley and i would come home and because we had guy guys that lived on the same floor yeah. and they literally would have to call the other girls on our floor to take care of us and then the other guys would like get us food and yeah. take care of us <laughs> when we sisters just, are back <laughs> when we yeah, just walked home are back and stumbling home <laughs> yeah that was funny yeah, i'm glad that i met times. you guys at the tail end of college because we still got to like experience those years for sure together i yeah. mean she left me i left her yeah it was but, kind uh, of a devastating time for me but and i was terrified to tell you too. oh you should have been I was so pissed um, <laughs> but yeah no it was basically like she was there for one like half of the year you know oh, and you didn't even stay the full year no I literally left at Christmas and yeah. then never came back I was like get me out of here and she she did do you came back up right to tell me or was it before Christmas break no it was before Christmas yeah. break so I think I told you like five days before it was like gonna happen <gasps> Yeah. yeah, and I was like, so... So I will not be coming Yeah. Back. Well, and the hardest part was, I think, for us was that we did everything together. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... We didn't make girlfriends. No. We were only hanging out with guys. Yeah. Um. Because we were just so, like, independent with our with ourselves, you know? Like, we would right. just do everything together. I mean, we had acquaintances. Yeah. Which then turned into now my Your very best friends. Best friends yeah. Which, yeah. in hindsight, I think looking back on what your decision was at the time I was super disappointed and yeah. sad, but I think looking back on it, we both needed to take two different paths for of sure. Life. And obviously we went two different directions, yeah. but it really pushed me to like look around mm-hmm. and be like, Oh my God, I have some great people around me. Yeah. yeah. And like, for I sure. need to open myself up to them. Yeah. And I did. And now I have friends for the rest of my life. That well, and are I amazing. feel like, yeah. And I feel like there's so many people that, are only friends with their high school friends for the rest of their lives. And it's like, they can be some of your friends, but you also need to branch out. Like your high school friends should not be your friends for, you know, 
that only chunk, small chunk of friends should not just be your only friends forever. Your only friends. Yeah. I think that you can be friends with your high school friends Absolutely. forever. Absolutely. Yeah. But Agreed. you should have yeah. other groups that you make throughout your For life. For sure. Because I agree. I love, I have a group of high school girlfriends that I'm still very close with, but mm-hmm. I like also knowing their other friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. which is fun because yeah. it's like, oh, we all love the, the same person yeah you know? and so well, and you're also not the same person that right. you were in high school you no. know like yeah you're a com- I'm a completely different person I feel like yeah. not like personality wise but as far as my goals in life oh gosh, yeah. you know yeah. yeah everything so I think that you have to make new friends in order to develop into a better yeah, bigger absolutely person, I mean yeah. look at I got you out of the situation oh, yeah right. I got you <laughs> yeah I, I just have my two best friends here I'm spoiled don't I you know. love that your best friends are also yeah friends? yeah I know. yeah it's, it's great. so much fun <laughs> yeah it's so much fun I love it um okay so we're gonna start with an easy one um what does your morning routine look like like give us specific you strike me as someone that has like a very great oh absolutely yeah. yeah so it depends on my mood when I wake up but usually wake up and if I'm tired I'll have a cup of tea so I don't drink coffee what which oh. is what up <laughs> Uh-oh. we're gonna have to edit that out <laughs> oh me just popped in to say hi are you leaving Bye. okay where, where are you doing what are you doing tonight oh nice Lucky, I want the sushi. We can meet up with them after. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're on, like we're recording, so. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you'll be on next week. And I won't. Get ready. Bye. Bye, me. Cut. I wonder if this will be in here or not. (laughs) Anyway. After we were rudely um, interrupted. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, so it really varies, but recently I've started going to class. So Mm -hmm. that's been a super different morning routine. I love having you there. Yes. And I will say that. Both times you've walked in the door, I've thought that you were Ashley. I've had really, yes, I've really. Had a take, and I'm like, oh, it's Brittany. But like, I literally get you confused. That's <laughs> I love funny. it. Um, but yeah, um, so if I'm not going to class, I wake up, I have a cup of tea, I check my emails, and then I go in Peloton. And then nice. Who's your logging? favorite instructor? Oh, it's hard, honestly. Cody makes me the happiest. Yeah, he's yeah. good vibes. But I think she, yeah. Kendall pushes me the hardest. She's my favorite. Um, no what about Alex Toussaint? So I'm too. a big, the main names are kind of my people. So yeah. Alex, Cody, yeah, Kendall. Kendall. I do Allie love sometimes, but sometimes I'm not in the she's, mood. She's, she's sometimes a, she's really good, but sometimes a little dramatic for me. Exactly. Like she's like, this is going to be really hard. Like, yeah. Oh and God. it's like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. And like where Kendall's just like, we're going to get through it and it's going to be chill and whatever. And then like Alex Toussaint's like, like, let's fucking go. Yeah. So if I, I want to get my Alex ass kicked, yeah. I do mm-hmm. Alex. For sure. Yeah. That's when I have like PR'd is during Alex's. Yeah. I want Robin to come back because oh God, you talk yeah. about her all the time and she I don't know her. She was insane. You need to scroll through my profile and look at some of my earlier ones because that sh- her and Allie Love used to be the only two that I would do and Robin is insane she's amazing like she like you would be exhausted after the first like five minutes do her 10 minute Tabata yeah okay. there's a reason why there's only two of them because yeah. they're fucking nuts <laughs> okay. but they're really good if okay. you just want like a kick-ass like 10 minute ride to stack with something else yeah like, it's good fun yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really, I feel well, like Peloton, Peloton plug. Yeah, I know. We're like, <laughs> are you guys getting Peloton paid yet or no? <laughs> it's just Br- or, uh, Brittany T17. Follow me. Nice. Brittany T17. Nice. Um, A-N-Y. 
Yes. Yes. A and Y, the right way to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, B. Spears. Sorry, Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> also free Britney. Um, yes. <laughs> but actually, no, but for real. Not kidding. Um, but yeah, no. And so, yeah, I think Peloton's kind of changed my life. I think it's for really sure pushed me hard and it's something that I enjoy doing. Um, yeah. yeah, they're great. But yeah, I'm a corporate girl. So log into work. Um, and then Where do you work? I work at Medica cool. in marketing. Cool. And it's, Hey, I actually just signed up with Medica for my insurance. Hey. hey. Oh my God. I feel like everyone I talk to, it's like, oh, you work for Medica? That's my insurance company. Yeah. So yeah. I really just signed up. It's very local. So I feel like a lot of people in Minnesota have it. For um, sure. But yeah, this is my first job that I'm, you know, like super proud of. And I'm excited. That's so cool. To be a part of the team. I have an amazing leader, actually two leaders. And I feel like really supported and excited. Yay. That's awesome. I did start in That's a pandemic, good. so that always gives a little bit of a different vibe with yeah. the team. Are you totally remote right now? Yes, I am right now. And you haven't met your team, have you? I have once in person. Oh, okay. Um, I actually made friends with literally one of the girls and yeah. to the point where she invited me to her wedding and oh we, my God. we'd only met virtually so oh my like, gosh oh, that's, that's really cool. cool and we're like real friends you know she's always asking about my dating life or how things are and Can't i'm wait yeah. to same get into with, that. Yeah. same with her and her man <laughs> um but yeah no it's just it's super awesome it's obviously very same like same days kind of yep. so i like to mix it up and try to go outside get yeah. some fresh air lay by the pool for my lunch hour do what i can to kind of break up the day yeah for sure yeah but yeah and then every night there's always something on my calendar lately socially so That's either good. if it's a date or hanging out with my family or meeting up for happy hour yeah. um but yeah Kind That's of a little different than Ash and I because I feel like we don't do anything during, during the week, week. <laughs> nothing so good yeah. for you for getting out there because yeah seven o'clock rolls around I'm like well time to tuck in <laughs> or we have something or we have something you know yeah, but it's like, like yeah but you guys are also you know in class late and yeah. yeah we have like a lot of stuff in the morning and a lot of stuff at night and then we have more our day ish things yeah or, yeah um but yeah I'm I'm always jealous of people that can do stuff at night yeah. sometimes the happy hours I'm like that sounds fun but I got to get up at five and I yeah. cannot risk the hangover. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's why, you know, now that I'm doing Tuesday, Thursday classes, I won't be doing anything on Monday and Wednesdays, which yeah. will be nice yeah. mm -hmm. um, when it comes to being healthy. For so. sure. There you go. Okay. So you talked about dating. Um, well, not, not yet. What? You said you talked about dating. Yeah. Not yet. Right. Why? Oh, I, I misheard you. <laughs> You mentioned dating. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Now I'm confused. <laughs> I took that wrong. I thought that you meant she already talked about it. I was like, no, we haven't even started. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jimmy. <laughs> oh gosh. Two sips of rosé and see ya. Feeling frisky. We're have rosé on the podcast. <laughs> oh gosh. So sorry. Every time it's a mess. Feeling okay. frisky. You yeah. mentioned dating, talked about it. Let's expand on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's. Um, okay. Well, what's your dating life right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm dating in general. So uh, I feel like this is a relatively new concept for me in the last you know, couple of years. But really dating more than one person at a time. Um, and trying Do you to tell them that? It if depends, it, it honestly. Up, yeah, I'd say it's more like if the conversation comes up, then yes. Um, there has been time in the last three years that I have been dating where I've settled with one person and um, focus on just them. But right now, um, I am more Keeping open. Keeping your options open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
try not to put all my eggs in one basket. I feel I like think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I think when I did do that, it was kind of a tough situation for me. Um, yeah. But a very big learning experience. For sure. But yeah. Cool. Um, are you like finding dates or not finding dates? <laughs> I don't even know. You the can fuck tell you guys have not been in the dating game for a sec. You're like, how, are you finding how dates? Are your dates? <laughs> on the streets, actually, though, on the way up here. Yeah. Yes. Talk about that. Yeah. So I am walking in. I'm like half paying attention. And this cute guy comes to the door. He like picks up his groceries and um, he opens the door. He looks at me and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like I walk in to Skyscape thinking, oh, yeah, this is, you know, where yeah. I need to be. And the security guard's like, you can't come in here. You need to call your person. So I like walked back. Oh out yeah, they're of the very door. Strict. they're very strict here. <laughs> and the guy, the in. guy like stayed there for a second, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, and I called Ashley. She let me in, but he was still standing there, and I was like, okay. Oh, cool. And then as I was walking in, he walked to the elevator, and basically when we got there, he just he was chatting me up. He's like, what's your name? And he's like, you want to be friends? And I was oh, like, oh my god. Um what do you mean? <laughs> you know, like, what do you mean by let's be friends? Um, and he, yeah, he just was like, Hey, want to be friends on Facebook or Instagram or something? I was like, sure. We exchanged numbers. What? And oh my now God. we're texting. So yeah. How wild is that? You guys, this, this was like 15 minutes ago. No, yeah. literally. Yeah. Like two seconds ago. And like, Oh my God. Fun. That probably all happened in what? 60 seconds. Oh yeah. It was so quick. Probably two <laughs> minutes. Like that's tops. God, you're a pro. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to go record a podcast about dating. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, oh, wow. All right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, when you go on the date, you can be like, yeah, we talked about you. Yeah. You made a debut in the podcast. Yeah, you'll have to let us know if you guys end up going out. Yeah. I will. Is he, was he cute? Yeah. Blonde. Oh, okay. Cute. I feel like I don't have a type. Yeah. You don't really have a type. Just pretty boy, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I thought I had a type, and then my boyfriend that I have now was totally not my type. And now, now look at you. Now look at me. Yeah, I think it's um, important to drop the type. Thing. I think so too. Yeah. People be like, "Yeah, they check all these boxes and whatever," and it's like, if you're just sitting there looking for somebody to check all your boxes, like it's going to be so hard to find your right person. And yeah. granted, I think that you need to be strong in what you believe in and you you don't settle yeah Yeah. have standards don't settle Mm -hmm. but I don't think that they have to be like you know over six foot and then you know whatever make x amount of money yeah Yeah. and and be a whatever that those things and like I feel like the older you get so if you're younger listen to this because this is so important I feel like I had such a type Mm -hmm. and now that I have matured my type is completely different yeah because you look at the things that actually matter and the things that are actually going to carry on not things that are just going to be like oh cool you're an athlete like who who cares right you know yeah I think that's something that you know one of the things I learned throughout dating was um to drop those little things that you think about even on the first date right Mm -hmm. so like thinking about what do they do for a job um, I met a guy who was unemployed and I ended up dating him for months. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like dropping all of your expectations to just focus on how you're actually feeling when you're with the person. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think the number one thing I learned too is I used to go into dates, especially after my last relationship ending, I went into dates being like, is this my husband? 
you know, like I had so much pressure on myself, especially like turning, you know, 28 and kind of feeling like I was on this timeline that really doesn't exist for anybody. It doesn't, no. Um, And I just think it was important to stop going into situations being like, is this my husband? Am I going to be with this person forever? That's insane. Yeah. Like to think that way is actually crazy. One day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you truly cannot. So it's, it's so important because you don't know anything from about these Mm -hmm. people either. Right. Like most of them that you're meeting on apps or, you know, even rekindling friendships, you know, from the past, like you, you don't really know them. And so I think just taking that pressure off myself really opened up my eyes to the world of dating. Um, I don't know, just like help me kind of loosen up a little bit and take some of that off. Is it more fun now that you stopped doing that? 100%. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that guys in general, I mean, I don't know about women, but for me, like I feel like guys know when you have for so sure. much pressure yeah. on you want a relationship, you don't want a thing, you don't want to, you know, yeah. you want something real that like pushes them away. Yeah, for sure. And because so, they're looking for fun too. Like yeah. everybody, that's what your relationship should start with is pure fun and like pure just like good times and then once you're if if it doesn't happen then you can at least be like oh it was a good time yeah you know where absolutely if you go go into it being like okay i gotta you know see boyfriend yeah Yeah. or husband or whatever then it's like i just wasted my time because i didn't even have a good time you know right and i think going into dates and thinking it's oh my gosh this is gonna be a fun night yeah is a different energy than coming in so anxious like mm-hmm. I would be so nervous and just want to say the right things and want to be the person that he chooses when really it should be the other way around yeah I'm choosing you for sure I get to decide whether you come into my life mm-hmm. or not and I think that's right yeah mm, I like that yeah yeah and I just think it's like so important to think about mm-hmm. especially for women you know like for sure stop letting them lead the show yeah step up and think about what you want and how that. you want to be treated and are they doing that for you and if they're not it's not worth it and if anything there will always be someone else for sure and Mike that's some drop yeah <laughs> Mike drop that was no, good that's right? great I advice. Like that. that was yeah. one of our questions was like what advice and I think that is so important because I feel like and that's why I like it what is it it bumbles the one that the girls have to talk first yeah I I like that one last actually okay which one do which you one like do you best? Like? I've never, I downloaded Tinder <laughs> one time and then I never used it. Yeah. I've had a lot going on I've in my dating life. Tinder. So I've kind of stopped the apps for a little bit. Yeah. Just kind of halted them. She doesn't them. even need the apps. <laughs> She's getting freaking dates yeah. in an elevator. All she has to do is walk into a lobby. <laughs> oh my God. I was just exuding BB energy. I'm yes, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I... I like hinge. I, I do. I'm more traditional in the way that I do like when a guy kind of makes them move in certain mm-hmm. ways. Um, but I'm also not opposed to like when I'm out, you guys have seen it. Yeah. If I see someone that I'm attracted to, I absolutely go up to them. Yeah. I did that once. I definitely had a like some liquid courage. Heck yeah. Jen. But I was like, you are really good looking. <laughs> yes. I ended up going on a few dates. That's, that's always my go-to. You're like super hot. <laughs> Which is probably not the best way to start oh a relationship. But because if a guy came up to me and did that, I'd be like, thanks. And like move on. Uh-huh. Unless he's hot. I guess I would it depends. Still would never. I know, Ashley, you've always been opposed of the 
um, when you're out meeting a guy. Thing. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I don't. I know you literally sh- like basically put your hand up to them. I do. I literally <laughs> look at them. One time, um, one of our friend, Nicole, she had like this guy that was um, that she was like friends with. And he was he was like, Ashley gives you that look when you try talking to her out, being like, yeah. never speak to me yeah. ever again. It's not yeah, it's not just guys though, you know. You get that you get that moan, yeah. you're like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. The best was um when we were all um at the twins game recently, Gus and I were getting a drink and like across the bar, like all you girls were like getting drinks from like some guys. Yeah, I wasn't there, but yeah. Oh, well, it was yeah, our, some of our other friends. Where yeah. were you? Um, I was in Palm Springs. Oh, damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, well, we were at the Twins game while you were in pa- Palm Springs. I almost said Palm Springs. <laughs> well, our little baby. He was like, what are your friends doing? I'm like, oh, they're just getting drinks right now from those guys. He goes, what the hell am I doing over here buying you one? Go over there. <laughs> Wait, I love that about him. <laughs> I because I hope that. that whoever I end up with is like, oh, babe flaunt it Literally. get the free you, drink i don't want to spend it today you have to have the con- like you have to have trust and confidence in the yeah. person that you're going to be with like that's so important and i feel like no matter what situation you put them in or you know or they put themselves in whatever it shouldn't matter because you should be at that point where you Trust. fully trust them 100%. like somebody should be able to buy you a drink yeah and there should be no strings attached with that you know Absolutely. yeah you can be respectful like we were talking about a vegas trip and it's like omid knows that we're gonna be at a guy's table he trusts me enough to you know that right. that doesn't worry him and it doesn't worry me like yeah. i don't right I th- hi thank you for letting me be at your table and give me give me giving me these free drinks but mm-hmm. like never see you, la vista. Yeah. you know right don't, i'm gonna introduce myself and then don't talk to me <laughs> i just want someone who's secure in themselves for sure in our relationship enough um to not to not worry, worry. About it. yeah you can um, go out and have a good time and not yeah. be on your phone checking in blah blah for blah, sure yeah because like, i've had those relationships in, but, yeah. and that sucks yeah where it's like you're constantly checking in and if you don't there's mm-hmm. an issue it and the it's the fun out of the night yeah well and the trust has to be there if you don't have trust everything is going to be crappy you're going to fight you're gonna like things are just not going to be fun no you know when right. they when a relationship is truly, and I know this is such a cheesy thing to say, but relationships truly are built on trust. Yeah. You yeah. know, fun and trust, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, well, I then, think so. And mm-hmm. to loop back, I appreciate a guy that can also just buy a girl a drink and not expect anything. Mm-hmm. We were, um, I was out of town a couple weekends ago and we were at this bar and these guys were like, can we get you guys a round of shots? And the girls that I was with were married and we all were like, oh, well, no, it's okay. Like we all have like, we're in relationships and they go, Oh, that's, that's okay. okay. We just yeah. want to buy you guys. We just want to buy you guys yeah. drinks, and we were like, I "Really? Love that. Okay." And they're like, "Yeah." We're like, "Well, in that case, yeah, in that <laughs> case, it up. Three? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it was so fun. Like you can still, you can still speak to the like opposite sex, right? Yeah. Without like, going you, home with them. Well, like, I think yeah. also like appreciating someone who's attractive mm-hmm. as well. Like I yeah. think that that you'll always have that. So avoiding it and lying about it is just stupid in mm-hmm. a relationship. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. But yeah, for sure. I've yeah. been watching season two of Too Hot to Handle. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I haven't what, watched yesterday? this one. <laughs> yeah, since yesterday. Yeah. I watched seven episodes last night. I couldn't stop. It's so Literally, good. I and I too. could feel my brain, like, just rotting. disintegrating into <laughs> Literally yeah. rotting while I was watching the show. And I kept on telling myself, I'm like, Ashley, turn this off. So entertaining. Because I try to watch, like, Shark Tank so that I can, like, think of, like, oh, new funny. inventions, you know? Like, oh, oh nice. You are really 
really <laughs> smart. Oh. I just sit there. I'm like, all right. So uh, like my classic One Tree Hill. Yeah. Um, let me gonna go back to that. Yeah, yep. and um, like try to think of something. But I'm like, how do these people like the second they see people just can't help themselves but just go wild? Yeah, yeah like. But, Even they but they purposely chose people that, that are like all crazy. they do. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what makes that show kind of yeah. interesting. Okay. Now I need to watch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're going to do three things. So three absolute yeses that guys do or don't do on dates. Um, three absolute yeses. Like things that they have to do or do, they can't do. Yeah. You know. So three absolute yeses. I would say I really am attracted to a guy who plans it out. So I like yeah. someone who's like, hey, I heard of this awesome restaurant. You want to go? You know, so I mm-hmm. like when he takes initiative in that way. Cool. Um, not that I'm opposed. Yeah. But um, and I think for me personally, the other absolute yes is someone who's open. So when I sit down with someone in general, I'm a really open person. Yeah. And I don't really like um, small talk, really. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. So I like a guy who's really open about his past, who he is, and there really is no wrong topic for me. Mm-hmm. And I know this is personal to talk about yeah. on dates. And I actually like am dating, you know, one of the guys I'm dating right now, he was talking to me and we both agreed there's no wrong topic to talk about because anything you talk about is who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if something turns you off or turns me off and it's like a deal breaker, well then isn't it's it better, never gonna work out isn't it better to find yeah. that out sooner rather For than sure. later yeah so yeah i don't know i think it's interesting though to have that open conversation like not having it just stay surface level on the dates yeah i think um for me Chew with their mouth closed <laughs> seriously that would be an absolute no for me chewing with your mouth open <laughs> We got a Timmy snore. We're not doing that noise. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I'm not dating anymore. <laughs> I would be horrendous at a first date. Let me I just actually tell you. don't think you would. I. <laughs> it is not that hard. I feel like it's you scary. love first dates. I do. I really do. <laughs> just because it's. What do you? What's? What do you yeah. lose? First of all. Yeah. Second of all, literally, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know. I mean, and I think just in general in those types of situations, I feel like I'm op- more open. Yeah. And I'm more like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think seeing that they're like a, just a little bit nervous is kind of cute. Yeah. You know, it shows like they're a little bit endearing, I think. Um, but I've been with people who have been too nervous where you're, you kind of get that nervous energy yeah. and then you're both like, what's happening <laughs> yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, oh, that, that would be so awkward. I don't know what I would do. The best is when like you're on a first date and the, the server has to come over like three times to ask and you're like oh shoot we haven't even looked at the menu yet yeah that's when i know it's real yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. not real like oh we're gonna be in a relationship but that's when i know like oh there's something more than a first date here Mm -hmm. do you get a certain type of food on a first date um so it was funny because after my last relationship ended i started dating again i honestly didn't really know what was going on yeah um but i thought that you go in and you always eat on a date you know, I was thinking, oh, like you're going to get food. But really, most first dates that I've are been on drinks. are just drinks. <gasps> oh, and oh, my gosh. You were just starving the whole yeah. time. Oh, that oh, would be horrendous. One my of stomach them, would be yeah. gurgling. One of them I showed up because I literally had not eaten at all because I was like, oh, I'm going to Cove. It's my yeah. favorite. I'm going to get food. Yeah. 
And he was obviously not expecting that. And I just looked at him and I was like, yeah, we need to get the coconut shrimp. And so <laughs> I just mostly am trying to be myself on a yeah. date. And if I'm mm-hmm. freaking hungry, I'm going to get food. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, I don't think about the food, really. I probably wouldn't get a burger, but I don't eat burgers anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to share Salad things. is actually really awkward to eat on a first I grade. know, because you're, you're like, like shoving it in. That's like on the Kardashians when they're always eating their salads. I'm like, why do you let them film you every single time oh, you I eat know. salads? Because so they like try chomping? not to ruin their lip liner. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're eating a salad, your lip liner is going to come off. Yeah. Like, right. That's just how it is. But you can tell that they've been trained in how to yeah. eat a salad for their lip liner to not come off. Uh, my, mine and Omid's first date, this was when I was, I, w- I wasn't even able to drink. Oh, oh yeah, and he—you'll have—we'll have to go in. He's coming on next week, but um, our first day was sushi. That was oh, mine God. and Gus's first. That's day. my worst so you're nightmare. Trying to like, and then he was—he tw- was over twenty-one. I wasn't twenty-one yet, uh-uh. and he was ordering drinks, and I oh, couldn't wait. Oh me, and I was like <laughs> rude. So he's like drinking, and oh, I'm God. just sitting here sober and eat stuffing my water. face with sushi, and he'd be like asking me questions, and I'd be like. That is the worst One first partner. date I've ever heard when it comes to food. Yeah. I think sushi is a hard no for me on a first date. I agree. That was mine and Gus's first date with sushi. And if anyone knows me, I eat sushi like a uh, savage. Yeah. With a fork. Demi, Same. Cut, cut, cut it in wait, half. Wait, are we like, twins? Oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> cannot use chopsticks. And so we're like going to town. I'm like, I need a fork. And Gus is like, what? And I'm like, no, I do not use chopsticks. That's a joke. And he was nervous. He, like we split the sushi and like my half was gone and his <gasps> half was still there and i was Jenny. like are you gonna eat that <laughs> you're gonna eat that i was not nervous <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> you weren't nervous with him or you weren't nervous about I wasn't nervous the eating guys no but i think he was a little nervous for yeah. the first sake yeah it's kind of cute like though. yeah and we'll get into that we'll get but, into that too yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. funny he, yeah he he wanted you i don't think it grossed him out too much the way i pounded that sushi down but <laughs> yeah okay. definitely not a good first date and then food on the flip side um what are three absolute no's that like if this person does it you're like Mm-mm. bye yeah yeah i think the one date that i ever had that i walked away and i was like <laughs> oh my god that was really bad um but not on my it wasn't really like either one of us did anything wrong I don't it even was just know this story but i'm already laughing no it was just it was just so we I think for me, the absolutely no is living two different lifestyles. Yeah. I think it's super important to follow that same path with the person you're going to date. For sure. He was very outdoorsy, likes (laughs) to camp, was wearing hiking boots. He wore hiking boots on the date? Yes. (laughs) Where was the date? Um, It was Rojo in West End. I'm showing up in my like cute little date outfit. I see he's wearing hiking boots. (laughs) Yeah. No, I wasn't wearing heels. I think I was wearing tennis. Yeah, West Um but yeah, no, Hiking I boots. I was this in the summer? Um no, it was in the spring. Um still. But Hiking yeah. Unavailable. Yeah, it was just one of those things where I was just I it was within two seconds of him speaking too. Like you can really <laughs> freaking tell. <laughs> He started talking and I go, uh oh. <laughs> We're in for a so long time. So what do time. you do? Um, well, we didn't get food. Thank God. Yeah. I chugged, I chugged two margaritas. <laughs> like maybe his voice will start sounding yeah. better. I was like, oh, okay. This, this might help me. Yeah. We might be in a better spot, but it honestly did those drunk goggles on. Oh, no. Yeah. And we were talking about our life and it was just didn't align. So oh, yeah. 
See, that's why I feel like I'm so bad at pretending. Yeah. Like I'm Oh, you're the worst liar. You are so yeah. bad. The I know. worst. <laughs> it's a joke. I know. <laughs> you would so, not be good on those days. <laughs> no. I know. So Her I face think says it all. I think if after two after he started talking and I was like, Oh no, like my face would literally be like, Oh no. Yeah, your it's face really and hard. your voice your voice changes octaves. And you literally change when, your face yeah. like this. So your face and voice be like, Oh, well, that's nice. Oh my gosh, we used to make fun of her when she raised her voice like that. <laughs> you know, she's All lying the time <laughs> or in high pissed. school. Oh my god, our guy friends specifically. I will never forget this time we were at Sonic. We were with these boys from Minnetonka. Yes, Sonic. And she was driving, so she had to order for the group. And all of a sudden, she goes hi so i would like and all of us laughed harder than we ever have like she gets like that sometimes it's so funny hi this is ashley hi um yeah but like i feel like that would be so hard for me to and then having to deal with like how long were you there oh god Oof. uh <laughs> no it was so funny you guys so this is like when covid was still a thing more of a thing and um so we're walking out it was probably like an hour and a half i think that we were there i i literally was thinking in my this is when i knew it wasn't it i was like i need to be in my bed right now like this yeah, is I not can't wait to go home yeah. yeah yeah so we get out it was so funny i could tell he was not feeling it either um and he literally like kept his mask on which I feel like is a big sign in during COVID when you're on a date. If a guy were to keep his mask wait, on. Wait, he kept his wait. mask on the whole date? No, no, no. Sorry, oh. when he was walking out. Sorry. Oh. I thought you meant the whole date. He, like, he put his fuck? mask on as he was walking out and then kept it on when we got outside. Oh. And then kept it on continually until we crossed the street. You know how you can park in Cub? Yeah. And yeah, and, and then gave me a side hug with his mask on. A side hug? Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, well, good thing we're both on the same page. You yeah. said that? No, just oh. in my head. I was like, yeah. oh, like, good thing we're on the same page. Like, yeah. see you never. Yeah. So um, then what do you say at the end of the day? Like, you nice guys, to see you? Did you yeah, ever text? text no, nope. Never heard from him. Never said anything to him. I mean, seriously, it was a really bad match. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh that didn't gosh. go anywhere. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's no number one. Right. No number two. I think, so like I said, it's hard because there is no wrong topic, but I think if someone talks about their ex in a way that I can tell there's still feelings there, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be a hard no yeah. for me. Yeah, because it's like, okay, you're not, you haven't healed yeah. from your last relationship. Which is something I learned Yeah, um, in that relationship that I was in last, where mm-hmm. I think I was you know, in that position where I was potentially the rebound and I definitely don't want to be in that position again. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the thing about guys is they can, they can tell you everything you want to hear, mm-hmm. but actions are the thing that are going to mm-hmm. actually matter. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's, what's going to bring things to the next level. Well, and you speaking of that is my third, which is when someone is overly complimented, like complimentary and okay. overly mm. in on it on a first date which is new it's a new development actually in my dating so like what do you mean so i went on a date with someone and he was all in i mean he was like i've never felt like this before <gasps> oh god <sighs> and i mean he was the most beautiful man so it was so very, he's he, very this is his spiel yes this is his spiel. yes and that's why this became a new no for me yeah because I think every woman needs to recognize, like you said, what they say is not how they will act. Yeah. 
And a lot of times I think guys say what you want to hear. And so I think when it's over the top and you know it's over the top, recognize that. Take a step back and Mm -hmm. be like, how could he possibly feel this way for me in right now? Ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, and a lot of times that means they just want to have sex with you. Yeah. And that's just the mm-hmm. facts of it. So and like, what do you even say to that? A first date and they're like, you are just so amazing. Like, I mean, I like, was in it okay. for a sec, you know? Like, I mean, you start to get complimented and you're like, oh, this feels good. You yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Like you're making me feel good. And it's hard to not get stuck in that trap. And honestly, it's hard in the moment to think about it. But I would say like, if you're ever like for the listeners, if you're ever on a date and you feel like he's overly going over the top, you know, take a step back and just think about realistically mm-hmm. what's happening there. Yeah. Um, and wait yeah. for their actions. And besides like um, hiking boots, man, do you have any like good first worst date stories or any worst date stories? Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> have any crazy ones because I feel like a lot of people like, you know, have some have crazy stories. Mm-hmm. But I will say this one was kind of funny. I love Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean, like who doesn't? Right. So we were talking about Easter candy, I think at this time. And it was just like, Hey, yeah. He's like, what's your favorite candy? And I was like, Reese's. And he was so nervous. I've never seen a man more nervous in my whole entire life. And he shows up, you know I mean? Like you can feel that energy come uh. off of someone and he's literally like shaking. And within like two seconds, he passes me like a wrapped package. So it was like, you know, like picnic table type of packaging. And then there was like twine. It was literally tied with a bow. It was a tiny little package. And this is before we even like said hi or like gave each other a hug. He's like, here you go. And I was like, wait, what is this? And so I open it up and he had wrapped up one Reese's egg. <laughs> Wait, just so one? He bought the just, bag and then like took one out? Just one Reese's egg. I'm oh not sure if he went to Target and like got one <laughs> Reese's egg, but he spent the time to wrap it. And so it was it was endearing, but also for me a big turnoff because I was like, yikes, this is the first date. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, all right, slow your roll, bro. Yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. so what if somebody like brought you flowers? Love it. I okay. love it. I think especially when a guy comes over to your house, I think it's, an amazing gesture for them to bring flowers and a bottle of wine. Okay, cool. Anytime that's happened to me, I'm like, wow. But the yeah. but the egg wasn't it. <laughs> I mean, like just the fact that he wrapped it was just like kind of funny. Um, <laughs> the egg just wasn't doing it. No, but it was it was sweet. I felt bad. Um, but yeah, he was super nervous, and I think like to the point where like he could barely talk throughout the date and oh, so like stuttering buddy. yeah oh, so it was just like but he didn't look anything like his pictures oh that happened to Omi. oh that should be another <laughs> absolute no that should yeah, be an absolute if you no. didn't look There's like your, your pictures third. yeah looping back yeah. third absolutely yeah or you don't know which guy it is when they have like four guys in every single mm-hmm. picture and you're like, okay, which one are process you? of elimination here. Yeah. Okay. That guy isn't in all of them. Okay. That no, guy's seriously. not in all of them. Like what? It, people are looking for you. I feel like that's when you're like, okay, you're, you probably are a little self-conscious. Oh my gosh. You yeah. know, maybe just stray away from the apps for a little bit, find yourself and then yeah. revisit this. Yeah. You I know? think so. Yeah. I mean, I think confidence is probably like, the number one thing that I'm attracted to, but it has yeah. to be like a humble confidence. I don't mm-hmm. know how to describe it. Well, um, yeah, you don't want a guy that's like super full of themselves. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, that never is cute. 
what are your takeaways with dating apps versus meeting in person? Yeah, I mean, with COVID, it's kind of been an interesting vibe. You yeah. haven't really haven't really been meeting that many people in mm-hmm. person, and I really honestly haven't been going out that much, like to party. So. Yeah. But at the same time, I always think, you know, are you going to meet your husband at the bar? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dating apps are a great place to meet people. I, mm-hmm. I'm all in on them. I think lately I've been kind of rekindling with um, people from my past. past. And that's always really fun, especially people who you haven't talked to in years Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like you're meeting a new person but you have that weird history there well and I feel like then you have like being comfortable you know yeah yeah so I feel like I mean that's what happened in my last relationship a rekindling of the past and I learned so much Mm -hmm. from that you know um didn't work out but I grew so much and stopped putting all my eggs in one person's basket yeah Mm-hmm. and realized my worth and what I expect in a relationship and stopped looking for Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's super important. And when they come off as Mr. Perfect, they are not. Yep. Yeah. No one is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think in meeting in person, I mean, I just met the guy downstairs. Maybe we'll have another follow-up podcast on what happens there. Yeah, but I'm very anxious well, to hear about we'll that. We'll do a follow-up on the next podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. let you know how it yeah. goes. Let yeah. us know, and yeah. then we'll do a follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. An update. Well, yay. That was, I feel like, some great insight to the dating world. Yeah. I mean, it's a crazy world out there. It's It should be fun, though. And I think that that's what people need to focus on. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be so serious right away. It should get serious once you feel the real feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the well, beginning, it's like it multiple. You have to go into it knowing like most majority of these are not going to work out. Right. Right. So one percent. Yeah. Literally one percent. Yeah. So that's the stat. Well, n- think about it. Ninety nine percent of the dates you go on won't work. Yeah. Or the people you date because only one person. Yeah. You end up oh. with. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yep. That makes total sense. I feel like the alcohol is. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a little tipsy is that over here. Really the statistics for dates right now is one percent. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Like, might, well, might you only less. end you, up you unless you're. What is it called? Yes. Polyamorous. <laughs> what? You know, polyamorous, where you like you literally are dating like yeah. multiple people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like in real relationships. <laughs> I would never be okay with that. No. no Hell no. Thank you. Are you kidding me? I would be so rattled. Like, uh, literally, I get jealous when Omid's giving peanut attention. I'm like, yeah. if he tells peanut he, uh, like, oh, yeah. he loves him, I'm like, well, what well, about that's me? That's the point now that Gus and I are at. Like, he'll walk in and he'll be like, oh, Dougie, oh my God. And I'm like, what about Hi. me? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. And he's like, yeah. oh, hey, babe. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, Hello. I'm Where standing right here. <laughs> Uh, wait okay so one last question so since you are like dating a few people at once mm-hmm. do you ever like get mixed up of like what stories you've told which guy because mm-hmm. I would totally fuck that up yeah especially when there's like more than two drinks that have been consumed on the date <laughs> 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 like you told me this um, last week You're like oh. it is hard because you know attention to detail is sometimes not my strong suit um but I would say yeah like sometimes you're like oh yeah your brother and they're like I got two sisters, you know, it's it's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, and again, I say that now, like, you know, a couple of relationships have kind of ended where I was more focused on one person in the last couple of months, where now I'm starting back up again with the dating world and it it's different. But yeah. Yeah. Or have you ever accidentally called them the wrong name? 
I have not, but Ooh, that's Ashley was there one time when I was with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And I called him my other ex-boyfriend's name. Oops. And that was a situation. Yeah. Oh, that's so I haven't fun. recently, but I have in the past just straight up was like, hey, wrong name. <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever accidentally called Omid Peanut? Oh, all the yeah, time. I, I mix up all the time, uh, Gus yeah. and Dougie a lot. And I have <laughs> I accidentally. Love how that's what she yeah. compares it to. Okay. So we're going to go into some heavier topics now. All right. Um, so you have had to go through grief um, in the past couple of years. Kind of explain the grief that you've had to go through and, you know, what that's been like. Yeah. Um, it has been a really hard, I think, probably I would say three years, but really strong on the last two. Mm -hmm. Um, It all kind of started, I, you know, I had been through hard things growing up and I think, um, but nothing compares to what happened in the last two years. Um, It all started, I was in Chicago and I found out that my grandma, who's basically my mom, my second mom, um, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And... So I don't know if you can really consider that grief, but it was my first time dealing with something bigger than out of my control that mm-hmm. I couldn't understand. You no know? one can control. Yeah. So we went through that whole process where my grandma got a mastectomy. I mean, she was getting infections. She wasn't getting better. Um, and kind of within that same breath of all of that happening, my uncle came to our mother's day um, brunch and she or he was not feeling good so we actually went to the hospital while we were all still at the house and he came back and again my grandma's dealing with breast cancer at this time and I mean just to preface this for the listeners my family and I are super close we have Sunday dinner yeah. every week I see my family more than I see my friends sometimes. like your uncle is like yeah your second dad yeah yeah so he was my godfather um and I'd say even more than my uncle he was my big brother yeah um my parents had me when they were 18 and so my my uncle and my aunt on my dad's side were like my big sister and brother because Mm -hmm. I mean that's the age difference right and that's who you had to look up to yeah Mm -hmm. I mean and we had a you know he was such a sassy guy but we had a brother sister relationship yeah for sure um and such an integral part of our family. Yeah. You know. So anyway, on Mother's Day, he comes and or he calls my grandma and I'll never forget it because we were all downstairs and my grandma was up and I just hear her like scream from upstairs. Like this like sound I've never heard of before. Um, but basically he had stage four colon cancer. And at that time it had spread to his liver. So we knew that it was really, really bad. But, you know, at that time we didn't, we hadn't really gone through serious cancer. I know my grandma had, was going through cancer treatment at the time, but, um, we didn't know what that really meant, Yeah, but we knew it was bad. Um, and so that was on mother's day Oh, to find out on freaking mother's day. I know my grandma, you know, had a really, I mean, she's had a really hard time, but I think it's kind of made mother's day a really tough day for her. For sure. Um, but yeah, so since then, or after that, it was six months of basically hell for him and his family and all of us, you know, I mean, but obviously more for him and his direct family. He has kids and, um, was, you know, engaged with his fiance and 
yeah, um, he just deteriorated really, really quickly. Within six months, um, his body was not functioning properly. And then on November 8th of 2019, he... um, he passed away. So it was uh, probably the, it was definitely for me the hardest day of my entire life. Um, we were all at the house. We knew that he only had a couple hours, you know, to live. Um, and this is a lot of the reason why, you know, I believe in God too. There's some stuff that happened within that situation that was just like why? unexplainable. So one of those was so I'll never forget this. My family was all down in the kitchen and we were on the stairs and we were trying to get his kids out of the house, the younger ones, Mm -hmm. so that they weren't there for that experience Mm -hmm. um, of him actually passing. Because at that point we knew we only had, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And I'm, I mean, there was 15, 20 people in the house. Was he in hospice in the house? Yeah. So he was in his own, he was in his own bed, which like, we're so thankful that he was at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my sister and I were on the stairs and I look over to the left and um, his two kids were supposed to be getting their jackets on. So they were standing there. And, they and were, how old are his kids at the time? Explain that. Probably three, three or four, the little girl, and then like 10, 11. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so really young. Um and all of a sudden, the little girl, Siri, she drops her jacket and she starts running up the stairs. And we were supposed to be stopping them. But it was this weird push. We all just stepped back. Everyone that was in the hallway, everyone that was on the stairs, we all just stepped back. And without even thinking, her brother, Cole, grabbed her hand and sprinted up the stairs with her into his room. And then within two minutes after that, or I guess they had some time with him, so it was probably like five minutes, but they came out and, you know, just collapsed to the ground and within, and then I had to tell my grandparents that he had passed. So, I mean, I saw every single person in my family just fall to the ground. I mean, if there's more physical pain than there is emotion. Yeah. I mean, it's all of it, but it's really unexplainable. And yeah, so it was just, I feel like Chad was pulling them in like basically so that they could say goodbye yeah yeah he was like i want them here yeah i mean and i know that he's watching over all of us and i think like he leaves us little pennies actually um that's crazy upside down pennies when we're thinking about him oh um i just got chills that's wild i love that yeah right after he passed we didn't know this was his thing obviously but Mm -hmm. we went to a vikings game and I think he had left one for someone else in our family, but never me, I don't think at that point. But we literally were going through security. So obviously the table's cleared. Yeah. There was nothing on the table. And as we were walking through, the lady was like, hey, I think you forgot this. And like pointed at this penny. What? On the table. It was upside down. Yeah. Oh that is God. wild. That's like, cool. Who would ever say that? Right. Yeah. You know, like, like, like you would never be like, you oh, forgot you forgot your penny. Your penny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, my God. it's crazy. I mean, it's it's mostly like when I talk about him or I get emotional about him, I feel like he does that to just kind of reassure me that he's watching over. Yeah, um, watch us like yeah, look down check and there's for a, a penny. penny. I know we'll have to see if he leaves one. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's been probably 
the hardest thing? I mean, it's been obviously a chunk of time in between. So we've had some time to heal, but it's still changed the family structure mm-hmm. a lot. And grief after the fact, there is no playbook. Yeah. You don't know how you're going to react. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you're going to feel. You don't know how anyone in your family is going to feel or react. There's physical changes too. You know, like I lost a lot of hair three months after the trauma. Oh. And so did a couple members in my family as well. So it's just, you That's don't wild. really know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the first trauma, I guess. And while that was all happening, I found out that my dad and my stepmom were getting a divorce, which... <sighs> Oh, yeah. Which I know that's not like anything in comparison to losing Chad, but... um, You're at your breaking point already. But like people's grief, it shouldn't be comparable just because like, you know, death is worse than a situation. It doesn't make it any less sad. Yeah. Well, and you're still losing somebody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was just losing that family structure that we had. For sure. Even though it wasn't perfect, but it Mm -hmm. was something, you know? For Um, sure. But yeah, so that was hard. And then I think, you know, one of the biggest ones that happened recently was Ash and I were actually in California. um, And all of a sudden I get a call from my mom and my heart just knew something was wrong. I looked at I remember looking at Ashley. We had just ordered bagels and I was like, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Something happened. Why is she calling? And I called her and she was hysterical and... um, my stepdad, who was actually really, really healthy, you know, he had blood Like ran marathons. Yeah. Like really fit guy, you know. Um, he did have blood clot issues, which ended up being the issue. He had a brain aneurysm. Um, and at first they didn't know what exactly was happening mm-hmm. because he was seizing. And my, you know, they found him there. But yeah, he ended up suddenly passing away. And I'll just never, ever ever forget that time um in my entire life i mean it was what do you even say to your mom? you didn't know what to say yeah my mom i it was weird it, it happened on our way to the airport yeah we were in the uber we were in the uber which is the worst place that you oh could have that God. happen to you don't have any privacy and you and she texted you yeah because so when we were driving there was this weird pocket right out of where like the house There's is like no service to the airport it's like this small chunk but yeah i got a text and she had said he's brain dead um and i just i lost my mind i was not functioning as a human i would say you know which is the same reaction as chad but I remember just thinking, I can't do this again. I can't mm-hmm. feel this pain again. I can't do this again. I can't see my family fall apart again. I'm, that's all I kept thinking and saying. I was like, I can't do this. Um, well, and like, I feel like the part that was so sad was we were talking about like our New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. literally on January 1st. Mm-hmm. And this happened on January 3rd. And on January 1st, we were talking about our New Year's resolutions and you were like, I just want to be able to breathe mm-hmm. this year and just have nothing go terribly wrong. Yeah. Like we literally had this in-depth conversation, how I felt this like good, positive energy coming my way and how I was going to be a better person and I was going to be so strong and I just needed a moment to like feel positivity and 
And then that happened two days later. So it was just, I mean, it was not that that is even part of the devastation, but it was just, you know, really shocking, Mm -hmm. I think. Because we were kind of, you know, moving forward in life. And I just felt like these big things in my life were starting to happen. And I was really excited. And, um, but yeah, it was just, I mean, that was a weird, like, physical reaction. Like, I couldn't walk, really. Or, like, I couldn't hold my bags Ah, I could barely like drink anything. Like it was just such a weird physical reaction that I had mm-hmm. um, in that moment. Like you guys had to do everything. I mean, you had to carry my bags and like literally basically like hold me up. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, I mean, the last place you want to be when you find information out or when you yeah. is f- getting on a freaking airplane where you're right. like, it is the most claustrophobic thing you could possibly feel when we had masks on and we had masks we had to wear masks i couldn't breathe so i literally was like sucking in my mask you know while while i was hyperventilating yeah because we had to wear it in the uber too yep um but i will say it definitely solidified that um like you omid and bj are family Mm -hmm. you know um you guys did everything you possibly could to make me feel comfortable. They got me moved up to sit by them. And I, I mean, I wouldn't have made it through the flight. No, if that was that change didn't happen. And yeah, you know, Meadwin got me wine. I mean, it was, you guys did absolutely everything that you could in your power to make me feel comfortable, which I think is super important when anyone's going through grief mm-hmm. is to feel like they have a Someone support there. system yeah. yeah, and a team. And I will say like throughout all of my grief, it made me realize even more how many people I have in my corner mm-hmm. and it's a freaking lot and they're really cool and they're really awesome. So without you guys and without my team, I, I wouldn't be anywhere, you know? Um, cause it's easy to just get swallowed up in the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think I was there for a really long time in my life where I was just kind of using that as an excuse yeah, for a lot of things, you know? Oh, I'm sad. I'm not going to do that. Or, you know, or, Oh, this is an excuse, but really it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's what Brett taught me too. You know, mm-hmm. you'll never yeah. move on, but you can move forward and you'll never forget it. But, and they'll always be in your heart, but you have to move forward. I think, you know, mm-hmm. wow. That was a wild freaking day. Oh my gosh. I will never forget it. I know. Yeah. And just seeing my mom, it was, Oh, that was like, and how like anxious, like, you have to be on the plane. You have to get in the car. You and then like it, there, it, so much time passed between the, how you could, how fast you could get to your mom to be with her. Yeah, I mean, a lot of me at first wanted to avoid it. Mm-hmm. That oh. was my initial reaction. I mean, yeah, obviously like she I wanted did not, to get home. Yeah, you did not want to. You, you. I feel like you were trying to like stall in any way you could. Yeah, I mean, it was just that initial gut reaction For of sure. like, oh my god, I don't want to do this. Um, but. Then once I realized, like I talked to my grandma on the phone and she's like, you need to get home and be with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't think that. It was just like, I was not thinking rationally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was so anxious the whole time. I mean, I had like a serious anxiety attack. I hadn't had one in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is, it's overwhelming and it's scary. But I think, again, like I said, if I didn't have you guys, I wouldn't have made it through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just like held my hand throughout the whole flight. And I don't remember what we watched. Parent Trap, I think. Or yeah. Something, <laughs> <laughs> something like, li- yeah, like light and happy and yeah. whatever. 
but yeah. yeah, I think the most important thing for people who are going through grief is just to really focus on the people who are there for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for, for the people sure. around them. If you know your friend or whatever is going through it, just do them as much as you can. Cause like Ashley would text me every morning and be like, how are you doing? And even that little text made so much of a difference for my whole day. You came over when I, when my grandpa passed away. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was like home alone, which was n- rare. Oh gosh. Yeah. Whitney, Whitney was out of town, but she, cause she was with me the, the other time my other grandpa passed away. But the first time I remember like my dad calling and then I was just like at my apartment and then I just texted you to let you know. And then you're like, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm came straight over and I was like you don't have to if you don't want to you're like nope I'm on my way well that's all I feel like all you need is just like love yeah and and you I feel like when you're going whatever you're going through you need to put yourself in that person's shoes and be like okay what would I want right mm-hmm. now yeah like truly want to have happen if I was going through that situation mm-hmm. you know because you were like oh you handled like that happening you know so well or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like because you just have to put yourself in that person's shoes what would you want and be selfless you know yeah. would be just like going autopilot you're like okay this is my friend she needs me and yeah I'm no questions asked like, yeah that's what you do yeah if, if that person is truly in your corner and that person is truly there for you they will drop everything mm-hmm. and that's that no if ands or buts there shouldn't be if ands or buts there should be no excuses there should be no anything no you I know mean, I mean, that's how I look at friendships, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, some people don't. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have friends that do that. No. Um, that I feel sorry if that is. Yeah. And choose just case. a different, you know, choose different people, or you know, maybe try to seek other friends if that is your friend group. Mm-hmm. Right. It's that shouldn't be. Those aren't your friends. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You, know? you shouldn't have to ask. Can you come be here with me? It was no. like. I'm on my way. That, it yeah. should never be like that. And if yeah. you're going through a hard time and someone isn't there for you and you thought they were your good friend, that should be a really big red flag that maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the that, shitty I can't times say that are I the most relate, important time. Yeah. 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 I can say that if I was going through that and my people weren't there for me, that'd be it. It would have been a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was, you know, something I saw in the relationship that I was in at the mm-hmm. time. Britt? Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for opening up. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that for sure um, in your story and for sure, maybe use it, you know, as a coping mechanism if they're going through something too. I hope so. Lean yeah. on your people mm-hmm. for sure. It's yes. number one thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you need people, we're always here. Yeah. You can always DM us or you can DM Brittany and she can yeah. um, help you pimp yourself out quick. Yeah. Just Brittany.Timson, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. T-I-M-M-S-E-N. Yeah. yeah. B-T. And she is great at giving advice about coping and... And boys. Yeah, and, and boys. Self-worth. I love yeah. getting date, giving date advice. So I'll, yeah. just, I'll help you guys out. So yeah. fun to listen to. Um, okay, so we always ask every guest the same three questions at the end of every um, episode. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing is three things that you have to do every day. Like that, yeah. that you have to have part of your routine. Um... I actually, I do make my bed every day, no matter how hungover, tired or whatever I am. Even if I'm literally like 
crawling. getting yeah crawling back yeah. into bed like an hour later yeah. i still have to make my bed me too that's definitely important Good but that's you guys i don't even know if you can consider that one of the three but yeah it, um, te- it definitely can be one of the three yeah and then working out i think i work out like six days a week i try to take like one rest day but mm-hmm. yeah working out sweating sweating it out yep um we love and that yep i the other two things i listen to music and podcasts all day long so mm-hmm. I think that's such an important part of my day. Like I start my day with a specific song. I, it's kind of just like moves with me throughout the day. Like music is super important. Besides BBE, what's your favorite podcast? (laughs) (laughs) She has listened to all the BBE. I have. I told you I'm a BBE super fan. (laughs) Um, I don't know. There's so many, but I think scrubbing in is a really good one. Oh, what's that? Never heard that one. So it's actually a girl from the bachelor Becca Tilly, she started it. Oh, um, I like her. And then she has her best friend Tanya Rad on there. They're two opposite people, and I think that shows like two different perspectives. Yeah, that's like, cool. Tanya's super positive. Becca's really kind of not 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 positive, but just more like chill. Yeah. Um, and they bring two different perspectives to dating and life. Oh, and, cool. And they don't just talk about surface level stuff. They kind yeah. of get into things, and I like that. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, you should. It's good. Um. They have a lot of cool people come on too. So yeah, but yeah. And then my last one is I just talk to my people. I am talking to my people all day long. And when Mm -hmm. I say my people, my family, my friends constantly, I mean about everything. So yeah, I love that. Cool. And then products. Yeah. Three products, more materialistic side of things that you like. Um, so my number one, I switched to beauty counter, which is a natural product line. Yep. I've heard um, of that. Um, and I use their tinted moisturizer, which has like a little bit of a glow and a sunscreen in it and everything. Well, so you literally have the best skin ever. The, the best, best skin. skin. It's, it's annoyed me my entire life and the best hair. The She's best never skin, colored the best her hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so natural skin is really important to me. And then, um, she, sorry, one little small thing in even in high school we would be hammered like, like sleeping yeah. at this one of no our joke. friend's house this I love is how you said even in high school <laughs> <laughs> no but even in high school she took this great care of her skin like yeah. she we would be at our like one of our friend's houses mm-hmm. she no matter what it was she'd use like dial soap truly like whatever however she could wash her face to get my makeup she up. washed her face every single day night no matter how yeah. hammered we were i don't think no i've matter. ever missed a night no and if i have actually there's probably been one or two nights that is not okay and i am not okay the next yeah. day um, no yeah good for you especially yeah. in college i mean i was all in on that oh, oh yeah black we'd be like puking yeah and then she'd wash her face yeah like i take it we've probably shared a toilet multiple times puking <laughs> <laughs> wait that's a word <laughs> Wait, what? The sorority we went to. Oh my <laughs> god. Gamify shout out. Gamify shout out. We this is why Brittany and I do not belong in sororities. Yeah. Literally, we were so drunk one night. Oh my gosh. That we were both Ooh. both puking. We were there because we wanted food. That's why yeah. we were there. You went so you went to a sorority? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. were probably super broke at the time. So we were no, like, do they like, serve food there? Well, we were with someone who was in the sorority yeah. and she was one of my friends and she was like hey like come over and have a sandwich or something but <laughs> like, yeah we're there <laughs> and yeah. we literally are on their main floor bathroom on the ground like 
puking in the toilet. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're like on the ground, like passed out, and they're like, you guys have to go. No, they literally like are like, you need. To I don't leave. know how we even got home. Me either. Maybe we because went to Johnny Ubers, and Alex's probably because like yeah. Ubers didn't exist. No, we would oh, have had yeah. to walk. Yeah, <laughs> the days of calling a cab. I wonder Fuck. if I washed my face that night. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you probably skipped that night. Maybe like the one of the two nights. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, what's your third? Um, uh, your second. Be- wait, so wait. beauty counter. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, um, I kind of lost where we were at for a sec. Um, the iconic London glow spray. I just got you this for your birthday. Yep. But it's like. It's a setting spray, but it gives you this dewy look and it kind of just glows out your face a little bit and it's Ooh. not shimmery by any means, but no. it just gives you like a kind of like a summer glow. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's my other one. And then my last is one that'll be a part of my life forever. Brazilian bum bum cream. Oh, the best. I use it too. What's that? Oh, it's Demi, great. You need it. Tell the, is it Alta or Sephora? I forget. Or Sephora. Okay. Um, but it's like a vanilla coconutty. Oh, it's the smell. best smelling. And it it's stays thick, on your skin all day long. But, but it's, it's not like greasy. Oh, yeah. it's the best stuff. It's super expensive. Or not super expensive, but it's like, it's like more like $45 on the for a little tub. more price. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never met a guy who didn't like the smell. So yeah. girls, get out there and get it. Bum Brazilian bum. bum bum cream. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember Sephora. the name of the brand, but you'll Is see. Is it, it Drunk Elephant? No. No. It's like a Brazilian company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it smells super good and that's kind of my perfume. So I don't use a spray. Yeah. I just use the lotion and put it on before a date or whatever. Cute. Okay. I use it on vacation. It's always in my, um, the best toiletry bag. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And then the last thing is, um, what is your BBE moment? Yeah. So this one, it's not the most recent, but it's something that I'm reminded of every day. So I feel like it's relevant. Um, and it's really just me getting my own apartment nice doing my doing it all on my own yes decorated it myself it's so pretty. it is beautiful paid for it all yeah um i wake up every morning and i'm like i can't believe this is my life i'm really it's really amazing. thankful so such a beautiful apartment yeah yeah. Well, I guess I haven't been there yet, but I've seen pictures and I yeah. love it. Yeah, Come we gotta. Hang. We've been planning. We've been planning to have everybody over, but I know we. I make. <laughs> I make. I make. Demi just moved in, and I'm like, okay, so we're gonna put the couch here. Yeah, I know. Oh, so we're gonna hang this up. I know. I know. <laughs> like, is that what like, we're doing? Okay, sounds good. Literally, the first night we were there, yeah. I invited everybody over. Like. Hey, if you guys want to come to Demi's yeah, apartment, she like doesn't have furniture, but Literally, like come I didn't stand. Even have a cup. I had nothing. <laughs> no, I had electricity. That's about it. And yeah. you and we purchased a wine opener. That was the very first My, thing. Yeah, so, seems fitting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Ashley came when I moved in. It was very funny. We, we got so much stuff done that night. Though. Yeah, we did. She really pushed me. Loved Your place it. is really yeah. cute. Yeah. Thanks. You cute. have to come over. Yeah. Yeah. Have have the crew. Yeah. Over. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you, Brittany, for being on. We appreciate yeah, it. That was great. Amazing. We could talk to you for hours, obviously. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Good luck editing this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but we love you. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. We love Yay. you. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks for you. coming. Follow up and keep us posted on Elevator Man. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. We'll have I to will. do that for next episode. Yes. Wow, that's kind of exciting. And then, yeah. yeah. And then next episode, we are interviewing Omid. Woo! Woo! So that is my current boyfriend. <laughs> current boyfriend. Current. <laughs> ask, ask me tomorrow and it may be different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's only been years. 
<laughs> um, tomorrow I would maybe say it not. <laughs> um, but so we're going to talk to him. Demi's going to interview us about our relationship. I can't wait. Which will be exciting when we asked you guys on um, our Instagram what you want to see. That was one of the things you wanted to see was our just talking about our relationship. So we're going to dive deep, um, not keep it surface level at all. Kind of talk about the nitty gritties, the things that maybe people don't see from social media or, you know, just talking to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're also going to, he's a business law attorney. So we're also going to talk to him about what you need to do legally to start your business. Um, And then some stuff about being an attorney. So yeah, cool. I think it will be a, I think it will be a fun episode. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Especially the relationship one. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fun. All right. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Brittany. Love you. Thanks, guys. BB out. Out. Uh.